what were some of the top stuff we were talking about that night? It was super deep. Are we rocking now? Yeah, we can. Okay. What was it we were talking about? Because we're on. Hey, we're live. Hey! Post Road Podcast, baby. We're live. What All do right. you mean? Welcome, everybody. We just Welcome. ate breakfast. It was this so good. Episode 28. We are not going live stream on visual on this, on video. We're doing about a 45-minute podcast right now. Pre-post. Pre-post roll. Yeah. It's pre-post roll. Pre-post roll. We're going to go roll after this. <laughs> and, um, and we, uh, yeah, we just wanted to do one where we're just hanging out talking. So we, we just did a hard shift out of personal issues and uh, personal, really private, uh, really private stuff, stuff that we'll do a podcast on one time that'll be on some sort of paywall, behind a paywall. <laughs> But we're going to now talk about jiu-jitsu and life and yeah. put them together because this is Post-Roll Podcast. Post-Roll Podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, we just had some delicious eggs made by Colin. Oh, my God. Hash browns? I'm a chef, dog. Those, high, those hash browns were delicious. I, I am don't know a what sh- you had, what, what kind of seasonings you put in there. I don't screw around with like, the seasonings. I, yeah. I, used to get, I used to go overboard, but if you here's the benefit of going overboard with seasonings is you start to find that fine dial it, line. Dial where you, it back. You could dial it back yeah. just to the edge, and now you got something. Mm-hmm. But if you are too scared... My, I know people who don't use enough seasoning because they're scared they're going to over-season, yeah. and then their stuff kind of sucks. <laughs> like, and they're like, more oh, no, it, it's subtle. And I'm like, oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it? yeah, well, yeah. yeah subtly, I don't I enjoy subtle food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy subtle sun. Yeah, <laughs> subtle there's certain sun. things I don't want subtly. Yeah. <laughs> we're in here. Okay? We're yeah, trying to go. Subtle air. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time breathing. No, the air is just yeah, subtle. It, it's subtle, okay? I yeah. know, it feels like you're breathing through a, a straw, but it's subtle. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> You gotta season it right up to the brink, man, and mm-hmm. then it's good. That's how why there is seasoning. Dang. We don't eat. I was watching. Um, I was watching these uh, dogs. These wild dogs eat. Yeah. Uh, no, no. You know what it was? A snow leopard eating a uh, eating a kill like a, a three day old calf that had been okay, you know, or not a three day old calf, but a three day old kill of okay. a calf. Yeah, that's what's it, sitting there. Yeah, and they were just like chowing on it, like ripping pieces off, and I'm, and. And and I I said to uh, my daughter who's sitting next to me I go can you you know the thing that that would suck most about not having thumbs is that you wouldn't have a spice rack <laughs> you'd, you'd have to like everything you ate just just tastes like dirt and it just, hair it just tastes like what yeah. it is yeah. <laughs> But you know, like yeah. most most predators, they don't really have taste buds on their. Come many, on, man! They you don't, don't know they don't, that they don't have many. Ta- well, most predators, like they don't have many taste buds on their tongues because oh, they, they legitimately don't. They don't because they, they oftentimes have to eat things that are covered in mud and like fe- fecal matter and stuff. So they're not meant to like taste a lot. Lions, though, lions have like the scraping on their tongue, and yeah. they can and they can like literally scrape skin with their tongue. Oh yeah, cats have that. Yeah, well, yeah, cats, cats have, yeah, have yeah. that. How's Lions, though, they have they're really scraping meat off like, yeah. off the bone with their tongue. It's crazy. You should look it up, man. I'm looking it up right now. Do predators and, have? Uh, and they don't. Yeah, they don't really buds. have that many taste buds. Most predators don't. Why, I don't know, why man, would they? Why, fecal matter, you said. They they have enough to smell and taste like things that are like too bad for them. They know that it's decaying enough. Like they're not gonna eat this, but it's not tasteful to them because they, they're eating blood, they're eating mud, they're eating all kind of stuff. So it's like <clears throat> evolutionarily, it doesn't make sense for them to really taste things like, oh, that tastes really good. No, this is meat, and I know it's gonna sustain me. Look it up. All right, here we go. The na- the na- the natural the nature class or the nature uh, yeah nature one hundred and one with <laughs> nature Jimmy. <laughs> I don't know. I just follow predator and prey. I just follow a, a page on well Instagram called predator and prey. Do 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 bugs have taste buds? That's an interesting question. Mm. That wasn't my question though. All right. Well, I suck at googling. That's clear. <laughs> <laughs> you need a master class on how to google. How does meat taste to carnivores? See, some of this is like how. First of all, you have taste buds. You don't have taste buds. Yeah, yeah everybody that matters. Has taste buds. It's just, but they don't have as many yeah, as we do. But but how do <laughs> how does someone feel, taste, smell these these things? 
are weird questions because like think about um, I've always used this analogy. It's hard to measure. I've always used this, yeah. I've always used this analogy. Yeah. Color is such a weird thing because it has to do with how your eyes, the cones in your eyes, are shaped. Mm-hmm. But also sight at all, and and spirituality. We've talked about this with spirituality. Like yeah. if you, I use the analogy of color be, or of sight because if we didn't have sight, we were blind moles, or we were animals, or insects, or or biological beings that didn't have sight. Right. Color would still exist around us. Things would still be happening around yeah. us that are happening now. We just would have no idea they're happening. Yeah, that's with any sense. Yeah, you know? and, and then I'm, there's a sliding scale of that. Yeah, of course. Like I, I was thinking about that, like how people hear, like people's hearing, sense of smell, and sense of sight compared to mine. Like if I say something, is this person's sense of hearing so good that they could hear me? Versus mine, because oftentimes I think we're judging the world around us from where we are. You know, you're like, oh, everybody must be smelling and seeing and thinking kind of similar to me. No, that person might have some really good eyesight. Like James, he's got a ma- incredible eyesight. I mean, Does he? He can see a speck of dust from across the room. What? Yeah, and he can see like, you know, uh, facial expressions. Like, that's why <laughs> that's, he's so that's good. That's what he needs. More superhero <laughs> attributes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, of course, the one why you're so good at jujitsu. Ju- ju- yeah. It's a real visual art. I'm, I'm just going to give him a yeah. cape for his birthday and get it over with. <laughs> It'll have a big S on it, but it'll stand for Slothman. Slothman. <laughs> and he's, he's not saving anyone. He's just Slothman. Yeah, yeah. He's not saving him. He just could. Yeah, he, he could. It's like, I could <laughs> if I sped busy. up. I'm if online I... right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scrolling Reddit, but have a good time with that. <laughs> <laughs> Live your best laugh over there. Um, yeah, I always, I always think about that, you know, like. It's going to exist whether or not you can. It's kind of like the spiritual world. We talked about this. It exists probably somewhere around us, but we just can't experience it. So Yeah. So Taste Buds, here's from Londolozzi Lund- okay, blog. Okay. Oh, boy. Taste Buds play an important function in letting an animal know whether it's good or bad to eat. Mm, yeah. Something. It, yeah. If you get right down to it, this can mean the difference between life or death. Of course, toxins yeah, they, or harmful substances know that will be detected by the buds. The body responds by deeming that foods are not good to eat and it will be avoided. Tasting accurately is therefore a matter of survival. All right. So tasting accurately, but yeah, not perception like, of yeah, the taste. The perception of taste. It's not like they're tasting like things, whether or not they're sweet or like things aren't necessarily bad or good to them they're just saying if this is toxic can i eat this or not like that's the data for them. yeah do you think that's the, as you, much yeah. data they receive yeah like we get a reward for whatever right so mm-hmm. we get a reward for sugar we get a reward for there's a, a yeah, taste reward yeah, dopamine yeah rush, it's a yeah. taste reward it's yeah. like ooh, ah, oh, mm-hmm. because we needed we needed those things for calories earlier in our development however you know as we evolved we needed to eat fruits you know mm-hmm. and but the fruits needed to be eaten to get the seeds spread around so they're sweet True. and yeah. the sweeter fruits get the seeds spread around by our scat yes yeah, um yeah, yeah. as we you know eat our stuff poop out their seeds spit them out whatever or spit, yeah, them out. spit them out yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe that was evolution too <laughs> like hey we can spit these up yeah, yeah. why are we eating these again <laughs> <laughs> so we'd uh so so we we spread their seeds around and then they proliferated so here, here's something interesting. If that was happening, and that's why tomatoes are sweet, mm-hmm. then uh, over time we've stopped that. That process has come to a yeah. screeching halt. Come to a halt, yeah. Because we farm all tomatoes. Like tomatoes are just like there. I guess there are some wild tomatoes, but it's not how they develop now. Yeah, yeah. it's not how they're evolving. Yeah, um, I think, how I think they're, how they're evolving. Yeah, bananas. they're now evolving in these rooms and in these whatever you know in, in our gardens and whatever. Well, that's agriculture. You know, with the, right. with the investment. I mean, the, you know. The, the the advantageous uh, use of agriculture has changed everything. I mean, like so, we so, need it now. So what I'm getting at is if we don't have it. <laughs> so, so at some point we we will see a change 
in the evolution of these biological uh, of these uh, of the biology of these organisms that we yeah. that we deal with that we interact with like tomatoes like chickens like you know uh, domesticated animals or or even wild animals mm-hmm. and they will evolve based on our pressure whatever that is and <laughs> and in this case as most things do that, that yeah. revolve around our world i guess right yeah we, we developed yeah. yeah we developed uh, a taste for certain things cuz we needed the calories these things developed a sweetness because they needed mm-hmm. us to eat their seeds and yeah. so then over time those tomatoes you know they don't need us to, they don't need to be sweet anymore yeah. to get us to eat them we're going to eat them anyway we're like oh we know that yeah there's plenty of people who buy tomatoes yeah. at walmart so so <laughs> and so they, those they buy tomatoes, tomatoes that aren't like organic or made yeah. you know so those tomatoes are like why are we sweet yeah. <clears throat> we don't need to be sweet so we have to like try to breed them to get more sweet <clears throat> so we have to like force that yeah something that was going to happen anyway cool. Mm. So that's interesting that like over time we're we're trying to tweak the you know we're tweaking stuff to get better and better but in fact we've actually created uh these sort of uh branches of these organisms that are less kind of watering evolved. kind of watering them down uh-huh. a little bit yeah making it worse yeah 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 and, and maybe as a result we are experiencing a, another level mm. of evolution or step in our evolution that reflects that mm. which is why maybe some of the and we're able to then consciously see these faults that we yeah. have that we're developing based on interacting with these organisms that we've over over uh you know we've 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 gotten our hands in their business yeah. and affected their evolution and then it's affected ours right. and it's also because there's more of us on the planet and there's more consumption of all these things and, <clears throat> yeah, we, so it's, and we're needing it's to produce more and more and more and it takes yeah. time for for those things to be at the level or the caliber of sweet or tasty you know so we're like all right we'll settle for this if we have a hundred thousand of it versus a hundred of them yeah. You know what I mean, we'll, we'll settle because we just, yeah. we, we're mass producing all this stuff and we're consuming all this stuff. And there's all these plastic islands in the ocean. Oh, there's, there's all kind of stuff. I, I think about that all the time. I'm like, damn, throwing away this piece of whatever. Where is this going to go? Is this going to ever biodegrade? Like, what? this is eventually going to stay on the earth forever. Or I don't know. So, yeah. you know, I think about that all the time. And we have so many, so much packaging for stuff now. Which makes me think of jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. It makes me think of it too. I'm like, you know, yeah, jujitsu has just gotten better. That brings us to jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> we have all this stuff. Um, I got a taste for guard passing lately, and uh, and yeah. I've been um, since we have all this stuff. I've been going on, and lately there's been a lot of feeds with Donaher and and Gordon Ryan, obviously because they're starting to hit the algorithms hard. Because mm-hmm. everybody's looking at <clears throat> you know the hot, top well, grapplers yeah. on the planet. I mean, they're all they know Joe Rogan. They're, yeah, they're all over the place. Huh? And as as a result, we're all starting to learn a lot about. Control positions um, and the importance of control positions and leg dexterity. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I'm noticing that uh, these things play a role in every single position. Yes. And it's and it's something that James has been trying to teach us mm-hmm. uh, f- since the beginning. Yeah. And, and it's funny that he, we hear him say it and we go, yeah, yeah, you're right. And mm-hmm. then we don't do it or don't understand the urgency of it. Yeah. The I think it's the it. urgency. Yeah. I, it's funny because that's ultimately what made me want to move to Savannah was like knowing James's caliber of teaching and the way he taught and his conceptuality. I was like, I no one's saying these things. And I trained at another school and I loved my, my professor and his uh, my, my teacher and his, his wife. Like they're amazing. But the way James would put things and the way he breaks things down into metaphors and analogies, it just I like, love the analogies. Yeah, I like, love the analogies. Sometimes they're like comical. Yeah, they're hilarious. And yeah. they just and they resonate with me more than anything, you know? Yeah, he put a lot of it in gaming terms for you. Yeah, and he yeah, he also put that into a platform for me. Like I was like, Oh, this is like gaming? True. It's very strategic. Oh, cool. There's like this that stops this and there's a meta to things, like there's a game aspect. Just thinking of it thinking of it as a game. 
will change the way you train because yeah. you're because play, you're playing it yeah. versus you're trying to do it. People are always trying to do jujitsu. It's like no, just play it. Play it. You know, even Pedro says it's the play jujitsu. Yeah, it's, it's a game. If this, then that. If here's this. here's the thing, though. I I've heard that for years, and we we always you know people talk about it, and mm-hmm. but people aren't able to explain fully what they mean. Yeah. Or, or they're not able to make you feel it. It's sort of like if I'm a salesman and I'm trying to sell you this cup over here, mm-hmm. and the one you got. Yeah. Um. There's a there's all this science. It's all mine, shoot, so how you gonna sell it to me? There's <laughs> uh, there's all this science about, um. About feature advantage, about sales, yeah. about what you want, how to get get it in your mind, mm-hmm. and how to get you that thing. Um, but jujitsu teachers could could learn a little something from that because yeah. you need that. You need a structure to what you're doing. You need to understand how the student's mind is working mm-hmm. and what they need to hear to understand why it affects them and why it even applies to them yeah. in order to tell them something. You can't just tell them something and have them absorb it. No. It's like telling a heroin addict, like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And they have to. They, they, they would have, all stop. They have to experience They're just it. all going to stop? Yeah, They're all, not. Out of nowhere? Yeah, I'm <laughs> done with heroin. I'm good. Uh, huh? Yeah, I heard on the news it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. Did you hear heroin kills you? Hey, uh, hey man. Know. And, and the it. thing is, it's not all just one thing like that extreme. Mm-hmm. There's, like I was saying a second ago, there's a sliding scale of, a sliding to scale. everything. Mm-hmm. And Teaching is this way where, um, you know, because that's, that's the same thing. You're teaching somebody to live a better life by not, you know, hurting themselves. Right. Well, in this case, teaching them to do better jujitsu or teaching them the higher level of jujitsu while they're at a lower level, mm-hmm. you have to apply to what they need. Yeah. The feature advantage benefit, structure of sales or mm-hmm. whatever. All these, all the science of salesmanship um, applies. So, <clears throat> as and I'm learning this because I'm starting to understand just a, the little inklings of what James has been saying to me yeah. because all of a sudden it applies to me. It always did. It always I did. just didn't get why. Yeah. But we were talking about being receptive. Like that's a thing. Yeah. Like yeah but not... why, why do I need to be receptive? <clears throat> yeah. Why does it apply to me? Sure. Right. So yeah. I needed to know that I mm-hmm. needed to hear that part. And I think, um, to, as you refine your teaching, maybe this is a, a podcast about teaching jujitsu for sure. But as you, and I'm telling you that as a student, not as a guy who understands, um, um, who understands how to, you know, everything about teaching. I just understand as a, as a re- recipient of teaching yes. that, uh, that the most important part of it is for me to understand why, why it pertains to me mm-hmm. so that I can receive it. I mean, even if I want to receive it, I may not be able to right. until I see where it fits in mm-hmm. me. And that's why and you're helping me in the kids classes nowadays, yeah. like, you know, every other, every, every so often. And you're, and you're teaching actually and doing the right things, um, making, People, making the kids see why it's important like just saying little phrases like hands down man down oh like, i love that yeah. man for, for if you rhyme for kids and and they see it as something that's silly and funny they're like oh man that's oh hands down man if they can literally say the words and do the action uh-huh. they're like oh man that makes a lot of sense and i think james does a really good job at painting the picture with his words as well as showing it and demonstrating it you know what i mean he does a little thing where he's like see how i did that i something it's something about that that really triggers my attention did you see how I did that? He says that a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. You see how I put my my arm here? Yeah. This is because da-da-da. you see how I did it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do see that now because you're actually telling me you're actually giving me a, a, a cue to look at something. Yeah. Yeah. See how I did this. And just like little cues man. like it changes how people learn. Some people just teach and they just talk, but they don't like give you cues as to what to look for, you know? It's almost like <clears throat> it's almost like they're showing you pictures, mm-hmm. you know, they're mm-hmm. like, here, here's a picture of this. Go ahead. Here's another picture, you know. Yeah. Okay, but I gotta know, 
you know, I got to understand that picture in three dimensionally. Yeah. But what? And you you got to have the linguistic ability to share all these attributes with me of that position. And and also sometimes, you know, even the very best teachers, James Mm -hmm. included, will do something. And I'll notice because I'm not in his mind thinking about what I'm teaching like Mm -hmm. he does. I'm outside of it watching it. I can see now at the level that I'm at the maybe one or two little things he's doing that really matter. And I understand that that matters uh-huh. and he didn't say anything about it. Uh, he mentioned it. He, and maybe he, he th- that's the other thing too, as a, as a, a person watching, sometimes you'll chime in and be like, Hey, but also you have your, you know, but the truth <laughs> is yeah. he may know I've done plenty of these classes. I understand these people can only hear five things at once. You're wanting to add a sixth. Right. right so right. we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but sometimes the foot position, the active toes, the the pressure, the fact that this thing is, you know, your post, you're, you're leaning into this post a little bit more. Mm-hmm. These things make a giant difference in the drilling of the move and need to be verbalized sometimes. Yeah. And it's hard for a person who's teaching to hear, to, to see all those those mechanical things that they need to mention and remember them all at one time. Yeah, at one time. Because you're trying to get the, the focal point of it all. You right. Know, like the, the most important aspects of it. Right. And then eventually, that's what I like about him. He'll like, oh, go out, right. drill it, and then you'll bring it back and like, right, let's clean it up. He'll see like, oh, yeah. whoops, you know, okay, so I didn't say that. So three three groups, three oh. partners mm-hmm. groups are are all not posting correctly with yeah. their, their foot isn't close enough to their butt mm-hmm. so their post isn't strong enough and that's causing this issue. Okay, yeah. because, guys, come yeah. here, round mm-hmm. up. Because, because he didn't make that much of a point about that particular That's right. thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe I should make a point about that more than I did before and touch upon it and boom, yeah. it, it cleans it up, you know? Yeah, and, Which, and if you're not conscious about that while you're teaching, the teaching's not going to develop, it's not going to move forward yeah. and, the teach, and, the, and the students aren't going to get the actual thing you're teaching very yeah. well. Yeah, 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 it's true. You got to break it down. And that's something I noticed with teaching kids, you know, like I was told like they have 90 seconds of attention span. Wow, man. That's so, such a different world you're it, in. It's it's hard, you know. And so like I have to make sure I'm captivating them, being interesting. So it needs to be funny. And that's why I like working with you because you're just naturally wanting to bring humor to the table. I can feel the tension build, build, build. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, my, my my instinct after 25 it's, years yeah. of comedy is like, hey, we need a joke here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I'm also very sensitive to distracting from the point. So yeah. I don't want to be that guy. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm really careful to not somewhere. be That's... crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'll throw it in where I feel like maybe it would be helpful. Yeah. But they love like the like ah oh, well I fell on my face ah they they, they love that yeah. dramatic like yeah. sense and they, it makes them laugh and then it's like watching a movie you know yeah that's what they want to see they want to see yeah. some theater you know yeah. and that's kind of what what you and I bring to the table yep. which is fun oh um, man it's fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I have to like restrain myself from not like inter- interjecting more, yeah, because I don't want to distract from what we're doing, and there needs to be singular clarity. Yeah, and and that's okay. I'm liking this because I want to work with more people who are purple yeah. belts, blue belts. I think that should be something that people seek to do is like aid the kids' class and maybe teach a kids' class, or you know. And well, that's the that's the other thing. I'm, I keep interrupting. I'm that's so fine. No, about you, what you're no, talking no, about. We're talking about something. Um, that's the other thing too with. Uh, you know that that would benefit you from that is that like in James's class he has brown belts, bl- purple belts, and high level blue belts that are there watching that can go. Oh, also, aren't you putting more pressure in that post? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he'll clarify, mm-hmm. and he see he's getting support from the higher belts while yeah. he's teaching. Yeah. You don't get any of that. So if you leave something out, you're mm-hmm. you may or may not notice it. Plus, you're also wrangling x amount of kids and trying to keep their attention. You have a lot on your mind. Yeah. Plus, it, I'm, it I'm, is pl- plus my mind is always on that door. Who's yeah. coming in and oh, out? Where yeah. the parents are located? I'm thinking 
about the whole omni, I mean, omnipresent about everything. Right. And it's almost more necessary for you to, to have somebody at yeah. a higher belt level with yeah. you as a kid teacher. Yeah, I need that because I only have but two eyes, you know what right. I mean? And I can only touch upon every, every like group of kids. Yeah. Um, if there's like, if there's 10 groups of kids, which I mean, there's 20 kids, that's hard for me to go around to every group and make sure each one of them's getting at least enough attention to detail so I can help them. Yeah. It's just not, it's not enough. Otherwise, some, that's why I feel like my classes go by so quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, James gets so much taught and done in 30 minutes and I'm like, Man, it's already the 45, and I, well, we have 15 minutes left. Playing games in between, you have to. It's true. And they got to get water. That's something the adults don't do that the kids have to do. Yeah. The kids have to go get water. Yeah. And they need that break. They need that, like, disengage. Have you ever? Disengage. Did you learn that the hard way? What? <laughs> or did you ever have it happen where one was like, I can't breathe? Uh-huh. <laughs> I do oh, one, yeah, water. <laughs> I do have one that goes, can I get water? And then I go, does, does everybody need water? And they're like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, All right, go ahead. <laughs> So the other thing too for you, uh, as you're teaching, you um, when you're uh, uh, when you're needing to give a moment to a kid, like he wants you to tie his belt, you have to be able to shift gears and do that. Yeah, and you can't do that unless somebody else is there. Mm-hmm. And then, like that's why I take so seriously that moment when mm-hmm. you're doing something with a child, a yeah. child. Yeah, they need you to do that. They needed your attention. That's why yeah. they came to you. That right. wasn't a mistake. Yeah, they want you to pay attention to them, mm-hmm. and you do that for them. You should be able to do that for them because mm-hmm. that's part of the experience of the class for them and how they how you gain their trust and also how you gain their serious. Um, commitment to uh discipline yeah and uh and so you need that moment so then i i feel like i have a responsibility then to jump in and be like okay kids we're gonna focus on one extra element of what we're talking about yeah. like yesterday with the double legs yeah, yeah you know, that was how, helpful i thought that would be a catchy thing for them to say you know how many is a double because double's not necessarily two unless yeah, yeah. you know you know doubles one right and they're like no you know it's two so it's two so if i take both your legs how many legs do i have two yeah double oh my gosh that's the best takedown ever yeah and so now they're like oh because i noticed during the drill they were all like a lot of them were grabbing one leg and right okay it's just because your arms are small and there's a leg there but um if you make the effort i wanted them to know if you make the effort to get the second leg now Mm -hmm. you've really got a dominant yeah position and i figured that would be a cool little thing and so i just had it in my back pocket Mm -hmm. so as like a uki or a helper to a kid teacher maybe that's a thing you can do is like always just be watching and think of a little thing you can interject when the teacher needs to be alone with a student or a pair yeah and um and then bring their attention to that and if we keep them on that role throughout class i've (laughs) noticed they don't break off into their little handsy groups where they're like uh hands yourself yep yeah and and just also with like me like you know talking about keeping your hands to yourself and where and where your hands can be on your belt you know That's i noticed cool. I, I noticed that all the the grandmasters had their hands yeah. on their belt and i was like i need to touch upon that because i need them to feel like prop proud to have their hand on their belt and make that they masters have, yeah, yeah make the masters like already in their mind and they're, they have good posture i'm like good posture hands on your belt good mm-hmm. and if your hands are anywhere else but these three places you're in the wrong Mm-hmm. And so now they already know if they're like, if they get caught out, they're like, dang, I'm in the wrong. Simple. I already know I am because I was told this. Like, I know it. It's so like, super simple. So if I get caught, whoa. Yeah. So it's just cool, man. I'm seeing them like, and like, and like you're saying, like when I to give that time to another student, the other kids need to be like aligned. Like I need my gray belts and my higher belts in class to like show and be an example to be on the wall. And that's why I'm lucky I've built some of my students to that point mm-hmm. where all the other kids are like oh man Julian's on the wall already okay so and so's on the wall already and then I go good job for being on the wall da, 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 da. and the other kids that are like outside of the wall they kind of feel like oh I'm not doing the right thing you know what I mean a lot of these kids that come here in their world they're the leaders yeah. and in their world it's crazy town 
sometimes. Uh-huh. So they're the leader of Crazy Town. So when they come to this gym and the leader of, of the leader of the kids is like not in crazy mode, they're like, dang, I can't like I'm not the boss here. I don't run anything here. I got to fall in line, which a lot of kids aren't used to, especially if they're homeschooled or especially if they're used to being in a place where mom and dad can let them do whatever they want, which has a lot of kids. Oh boy! Then they come to the gym and they're like not used to it at all. And so it creates a lot of tension and it's good for them. Though. It's really yeah. is. It really is. Yeah, cra- uh, crazy town makes me think like that's a nice polite term of saying you're out of control. Yeah. Um, is it hard for you to like select uh, verbiage for how you talk to the kids about their behavior so that you're not demeaning or, you know what I mean, putting them down? Yeah, I use tone. Tonality is huge. Like, I'm like, I'll say things like, I like, that's that's not a good look, you know. <laughs> like, like, I say things like that's not a good look. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like just subtle. things. Yeah, things are subtle. It's not like, oh, you're doing a really bad job. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Idiot. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> like, what are you, you doing? You suck, idiot. Yeah, I, I say th- I say things like tighten up. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, that'd be horrible. It'd be horrible. <laughs> yeah, you'd have Freaking four idiot. kids in class. Yeah, and their parents would be gone because they drop them <laughs> off like a daycare. <laughs> like, oh, we didn't notice he was rude. <laughs> Kid comes home. He was a coach. The kid comes home and hits the cat. <laughs> I don't understand it. Burns leaves in the backyard. Yeah. He's yeah. already a pyrotechnician. Yeah. What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> so angry. He's just an angry kid. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> what? No, who told you that? Not- <laughs> oh, could you imagine? So, um, yeah, not to interrupt you. I was just going to say, I say things like tighten up a lot. And I'll say like, oh, you know, if your shoes are untied and you trip and fall, it's because you didn't tighten them up. So you need to tighten it up so you're not you're less likely to fall and trip and get mm-hmm. in trouble. Mm-hmm. Just tell them about consequences. Every action has a consequence, and they and they hear that. You know what I mean? And now I used to be so nice. I think now, like the other day, one of my don't t- mind being, two two of my gray yeah. belts they they punched each other. One one wasn't listening. The other one punched him. The other one punched him back. And I was like, "Yo, y'all need to sit in the corner. They're brothers." I was like, "You guys are sitting." It was like there was twenty minutes of class left, and I was like, "You Oof. guys have." To, I was like, "You guys have to sit in the corner for You're the done. for this." next 20 minutes and they felt so bad about that they're like man we have to sit out we don't get the spar dang like, i'm like you guys are the gray belts of the class like you i talked to him after i talked to him after i said you guys know that it, it makes me sad to sit you guys out because whenever you guys walk in that door i do one of these like tiger woods like, yes i told them what how how they make me feel they make me feel good that they're there their presence makes me feel good so for me to make them absent from the class it hurts me so it's it's kind of like you know if you're attacking someone's arm and you tap like you need to have empathy for that that's what the whole tap system is all about submitting it's all about having empathy and respect for another person's body for them to have respect for me because they know that it hurts me for, for them to sit out and it hurts them yeah it hurts everybody everyone's right. hurt because of this uh, decision that they made that they chose to make that they didn't have to make these are consequences it's consequences yeah of their actions and they felt it instead of me just saying like that's a dumb move that's bad that you did that did it no i'm like yo what you did had a reaction. It hurt me. It hurt you. And look, you're sitting out. And now you don't get to learn. Here's the consequences of this action. That's that's what they need to hear yeah. more than anything. And and to know that they're forgiven for it and that it's okay. And then I always drop a dime. Like, oh man, when I was your age, I did this, this, and that because I've done it. I've done it all. That all that they're doing, I've done it yeah. tenfold. So I always remind them of my humanity first. I go, man. Hey, you know what? I did that when I was your age, da, 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 and it brought me this, this, and that in my life. I don't want to see that from you, and I really care about you, and I'm proud of you, and I, and I want you to do better now that you know better. I say, do be- when you know better, do better. 
And that's something I have them say a lot. And I say, you know, what's harder today is easier tomorrow. Always use that. Thanks to Pedro. Um, and those little things are permeating through them. You know, they get better and better. I see it. I see it. I see it every day. They're changing. They're transforming. And it's because of the way I'm speaking to them. And it's because I'm giving them this like, hey, look, here, here's where I am. And here's why I still am. And I need you to know that I'm not perfect at all. And I don't expect you to be perfect. I just want you to fail forward. Go forward from this. Next time, maybe you don't punch your brother. Next time, maybe you get punched and you come to me. Next time, there's no punching. Next time, there's just arguing. And then next time, maybe you guys are good friends. I don't know. But it doesn't need to be like this every time. And I'm here for you guys. It just changes the, the thing, man. I'm, I'm noticing all my students who have been crazy yeah. town mm-hmm. they're changing mm-hmm. they're transforming like i, I think about i think about grant's son peter yeah peter is so different than when he started i can't it's like it's like a crazy 180 like he used to be all over the walls like not respectful like yeah and now he gets to class and he's just like, like ready a stud. for class yeah he's a stud and yeah. i'm like what the heck how yeah. <laughs> what's going on and so the determination, the drive is just like incredible. And the competitions and stuff change them too. They go there and get right. super humbled. Well, that too. But not only they get super humbled, but the the strength of being in a foxhole with your brothers. Oh, my God. Sisters. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so yes, now yes. this team thing matters. And mm-hmm. you're, yeah, when you come to class now, that's the same people that came with you and and faced adversity. The same families that, were, that, that were cheering you on. All those families wow, are still bro. there. Moms and, and dads. Sitting in chairs watching class. Yeah. Sitting Man. There. It's a, it's a whole thing i can't imagine doing that at five six seven years old <laughs> like, the kind of confidence this could instill what? in them long, long term yeah is <sighs> immense i see it i see it. there's some kids i'm like they walked in here with no confidence and now they're like they got their chest up and they, and they know how to, one thing i want them to learn more than anything honestly is when and where to do things like if i'm teaching and it's like the five o'clock kids you know i'm teaching the four o'clock kids yeah i got the older kids playing around I need you guys to know that when I'm talking, be quiet. And when I'm not, then you guys can do it. There's a time and a place. Yeah. And you can, you can, if, if you know the time and the place, you're always going to hit the sweep. Yeah. You're always going to hit the move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, put it in terms of jujitsu. Put it in terms of jujitsu. You, you, you got to know when to hit that sweep. But if, if all the weight's in their hips, don't hit the sweep. Yeah, you, you, it's like you're trying. Yeah, if you're over there playing with a ball and yelling while Jimmy's talking, yeah, it, it's like you're trying to sweep a guy who's like sitting back on his sitting heels. Sitting back on the heels, yeah. And you're like, ah, and you're, you're forcing gonna, it. And you're blowing your ACL. <laughs> <laughs> you dummy. That's literally <laughs> the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, scissor sweep, really? Yeah, it's like, yeah. how obvious well, is that's it? Eight months of rehab. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth it. Not worth it. Not worth yeah, it. Trying to turn out of an, uh, a heel hook and it's like the wrong way. It's like that's not the that's not the right place to turn, not the right time to turn. You gotta you gotta heel slip first and get the hydra heel, and then you can turn. Like, come on, you know. So if they can learn that at this age, oof. that there's a time and a place for things. Yeah, yeah, we forget that lesson as parents. I'll tell you, because we just want good and bad behavior. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, uh, what did I say? I tell you twice. So I'm like, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you, I'm so, I'm you, I'll tell you something. <laughs> hey, hey, let me tell you something. I became okay, a guy from the fifties. So. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you, I'll you. what. So, <laughs> okay, Hank Hill. They, they, uh, <laughs> the, uh, as parents, we get so caught up in the do and don't that mm-hmm. we we start to become binary in that way, and we start to lose sight of the of the fact that no, you know what, you know, it, it's easy to do anyway. Yeah, that you, you can do these things. You just there's a time and a place, and the time and the place lesson fades away after a while if you get bad behavior and then that same kid it starts to feed the cycle because you start telling them life is black and white and then they behave black and white Uh they're either really good or really bad because you've been doing that you've been training them for that Mm -hmm. because you forgot the middle because they were so 
out of bounds for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. You you get baited into this as a parent. It's easy to do. I know, mm. I'm not a stupid guy, but yeah. but it happens to me. Uh-huh. And it certainly has with Grayshawn. <laughs> yeah. Because I got a son who's Gr- Grayson and Grayson and Grayson. He's, He's Grayson. He's got two sides. It's a black and a white. Yeah. And it's it's uh you know the behavior is black and white, and um it's one side or the other. It's like all 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 the way good, all the way bad, and um. And it's. I think it's because I trained him that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's because along the way I lost sight of the middle ground. Yeah, and, and I, I, I feel like also oh, the permission. Yeah, the yeah. It wasn't giving him permission to fail and to be. You know, yeah, to to be what he's gonna be. You know, and I think sometimes maybe as parents or guidances or, or whatever guardians we like we lose trust. Some our trust gets broken by that kid or something. And and then maybe we kind of shame them. They get shamed to the point. Yeah, I, I know I because we're this. children that grew up. We're kids. Yeah, exactly. And, and we just kind of shame them, and, and then they feel like they can't make a mistake again. If they so, then they feel like they have to hide more things, and, and 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 they can't talk to you, and they have to lie because they don't. They fear the shame that you're going to give them. This is what I don't want to have with when I have kids, and so I'm learning it right now with my students. Please watch me. I, I watch make me sure fail and learn. Please, I'm trying to learn from everybody around me. Don't right now. do what I do because there are a lot of my students actually who are in trouble, and they have. All all these consequences and their parents, you know, aren't trusting them and are, are, you know, disciplining them in ways that may, are making them lie more and making them do certain things mm-hmm. that uh, are, are really manipulative and, and really negative. And, <clears throat> and I, I would always want to have an open line of communication. I don't want to shame my kid enough where they feel like they can't come to me anymore or shame any of my students enough. But there should be a level of, I guess, shame. But it's really more like, um, like, hey, your action can create this reaction instead of like you're a bad person for this. You're 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 upsetting me so much that I can't even stand you or I can't look at you. Saying certain things like I can't even look at you right now, like things like that, like the Ugh. shameful rhetoric that I've heard all my life, and it makes it just makes somebody want to like not be around. Yeah, it, it makes yeah. them want to really close themselves off from you. And yep. I always want to be like, look, I did this when I was your age, man. Mm-hmm. Like I get what you're going through. I love you, but like like we need to tighten this up. And I'll say it like that, like tighten up. Yeah. And I whisper in their ear, like, and like and hype them up a little bit, like hit him in the chest, like let's go, I feel you, and like it makes them like uh, it jolts them a little bit, and they're like, damn, man, he's right, like I need, I do need to tighten this up. Because you're shoulder to shoulder with them instead of <laughs> instead of barking them down face to face. Yeah, yeah. You're shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, that's the difference. To your right your approach is shoulder to the sho- shoulder to shoulder. Can you can you explain exactly what you mean by shoulder to shoulder? Like we're like we're we're, com- we're comrades kind of. thing? I mean, you approach them with this what you were just describing. That's that idea of like. Pop in the chest, be like, oh, "Come yeah. on, let's go, let's go." I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm in here next with you. Yeah. to you. Yeah, I'm not behind you, ready to whip your ass. I'm not in front of you, screaming at you. I'm next to you. Yeah, I need you. In fact, I need I'm you. I'm with you. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, need that's you. That's a totally different mindset than most people approach discipline with. Yeah, but that's a much more uh, constructive one. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out every day. Yeah, but I mean, if I, you I know. you know how like in 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 jujitsu, how you like uh, you have to consciously. Think of the philosophy of what you're doing, philosophy, whatever. Of course, the idea yeah, behind, the yeah, the overarching idea that mm-hmm. like I don't if I'm if I'm you know inside real estate. Let's say that's a great example. Like a principle inside real estate. Yeah, pr- one of the core principles mm-hmm. is I don't want you to control the inside, right? right if, especially right. if I'm on my back and you, you want to be on the inside. Mm-hmm. I want to be on the inside. Mm-hmm. I have to be on the inside, or else we got a problem, right? Yeah, exactly. So so. Uh, that's an overarching principle. And I have to consciously think about it mm-hmm. while I'm rolling. Yeah. I have to be like, oh, wait a second. As I'm doing these other things, what am I doing? I yeah. got to get inside uh, again. I'm not on the okay, inside. Okay, now I'm right. inside. Um, that right there is one of those core principles when you're dealing with young people uh, or anyone who looks to you for guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, the core principle being, I'm next to you. Yes, yes, yes. 
And maybe it's easier because I'm not their parent. And I'm not, and it I, absolutely and, is. And I'm not with them 100%. But so that's why your I, role is so valuable. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I think maybe I, more so than a parent in some ways. I think I might have to do it differently if they're my kid. You know what I mean? Well, it, it, I might have to do not more. necessarily. I don't think so. I think being I think the idea that I'm next to you comes from what you said, which is, hey, man, you know, I, whatever you're doing, I did that. Yeah, we're together. I'm going to I'm bringing you with me. I'm helping you. We're going to grow together. I'm going to help mm-hmm. you grow. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, 10, 11, 12, 15, whatever. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I saw what you did. I'm here. I'm going to hold you accountable mm-hmm. because you're not doing it right now. So I'm mm-hmm. going to remind you that you need to do that. And right. then I'm with you. I'm not here to smack your face or bust your ass <laughs> no, yeah, or stand you. in front of you and literally block you. Yeah. I'm in your corner. I'm not like. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if, this, if this life's a fight, I'm in your corner. And by the time you, the, the yeah. first round's done, you come to me, I'm going to ice you yeah. up and be like, yo, yo, no, you need to do it like this better. You get yeah. hit. Yeah, yeah, and the reason I'm telling you this is because I did it too, and because mm-hmm. I did it worse, maybe, and because yeah. I can tell you that's a you don't need to relearn that. I got this for you. Right. Here's the little piece of knowledge. That's you what I'm here for. Yeah, go do your thing. Pound the chest. Let's right. go. And, and that's that's a ne- that's an I'm next to you idea. That's not yeah. a. I just think parenting at its best is that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, said, I, I mean, know. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. I, I like that. I like that though because I'm noticing like I'm getting a better response from them. When I when I do things like why that. would it be different if you were their parent? I mean, I mean, Maybe I know it would, would be see, different. I would see them twenty four seven. I see them in all the elements. I wouldn't just see them in this like, hey, this is my, the gym that I'm. You know what I mean? Yes, but but it's why would the p- core principle be different? I'm asking. Oh, the core because you said, oh, be I don't know. Maybe being next to you wouldn't be the way to approach it if you were a parent. You were saying you were saying maybe that's not it. Maybe you're just being respectful that you don't know yet because you don't have a kid. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I, I don't know how how I would do it, and I can't say. But I can say that through my experience. That it's almost like an epiphany to hear you say that and to know the failures I've made and to see how they coincide to get, how they, how those two interact mm-hmm. and what you what you just uh, man what occurred to me when you were talking that the core principle of I'm next to you mm-hmm. that feeling that thought that approach with every single disciplinary moment every single holding you accountable moment yeah um, I believe as a parent would be um, would be ideal. Yeah, it does sound like it would be. I idea. didn't do that, and I'm not. I haven't done that. What, I mean, I had moments like that, but I don't consistently do that. What kind of approach do you think that you? I am more disciplinarian. I'm more up your ass. I'm mm. more like I'm going to be your. If you're not going to hold you accountable, then I'm going to do it, and it's going to suck. And then now you won't do it. Mm-hmm. And and I I've always thought it was more simple like that because I never really had any parenting. So I thought, oh, we'll keep this simple. Mm-hmm. That way, there's not a lot to think about. But the truth is, they're people, and I'm a person, and that's not fair. I'm. Yeah. I, I've had experiences like this too. I made when I had no guidance. I'm not complaining. When I had no guidance, mm-hmm. I made these. I made these bad choices or weird choices, yep, yep. and I made it through and survived. And I had to reinvent a bunch of wheels, and yeah. it slowed me the hell down. For real. For but that real. doesn't necessarily make it the right way to do it. That's a bad way to do it. Yeah. That's a long way to do it. Yeah. So how do you get this information into their ear? You don't do it by standing in front of them going, hey, moron. You wagging know, your finger. Wagging like, your finger. Ha yeah. ha, you fucked up. And then yeah. here I am. <laughs> you know, you do it by standing next to them going, hey, I'm I'm shoulder to shoulder with you in this because mm. the world's not easy. It is like a battle in certain ways. Learning things is can be uh, can be can be a, you know analogous to a fight of some kind you know because mm-hmm. you're you're fighting with all these influences you know instant gratification you know all these things you want to do that are getting in the way of you learning mm-hmm. and getting in the way of your discipline yeah 
So it is a little bit like a battle. And uh, in, really in that battle, battle really I don't want to be your enemy. I want to be no. your. I want to be your. I want to be in the foxhole with you. In the foxhole with you, or at the very least, in your corner, because there's sometimes in life where you're the one. You could. You could. You could right. only fight that battle. And you need another person in the foxhole with you. You can't yeah. do it alone. Yeah, you just need a person. The troops in your are coming over the hill, and what am I going to like turn and then run over to those troops and be like, "Ha ha, I'm with them." Yeah, you know that's that's messed up. <laughs> no, that's that's treason. You're talking that's about. treason. Yeah, that's whole treason right there. That's treasonous parenting. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be a great <laughs> book. Treasonous parenting. <laughs> You figured it out. Ways not to sabotage your child. Yeah. Life. Don't be a treasonous parent. Yeah, don't be a treasonous. Ooh, okay, Kyle, you might be on a sunburn. I'm not on. I'm expressing what you've taught me just through that one little se- sentence <laughs> that where you ch- where you created that image where you turned and like pounded the ch- Come on, man. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Hit him, you can do it. hit him in the chest. I'm like, you got this. Let's do but it. But the way you did it, you turned yeah. next to you and did yeah, hit yeah, him in yeah, the chest. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm like You're in not- their ear and I'm hitting them like, let's go. Dog. You got this. Like, right. Almost so like, you- a, like a coach hovering over them. Like, I'm looking at you visibly where you are with the kid you're talking about yeah, you're that, with them you're behind them you're shoulder to shoulder with yeah, them yeah I am you're not in front of them uh, I hit them right in the chest and that's like, a big deal that. dude <laughs> I'm telling you parents gotta listen to this stuff <laughs> you know you know something else I, I say to them a lot I say stuff like I believe in you that's big I, I don't know what I never heard I didn't hear enough of that or any of that honestly growing any? Up. any I didn't hear I didn't hear people I believe in you what what, your what does goal, it mean to, to believe to in someone to yeah. what I it's it's the it's like trust. It's like it's a it's an ultimate trust. I think when you say you believe in someone, because belief denotes this faith, right? It, it it says that that you have you have faith that you don't. I don't know what what's gonna happen. I, I can't tell you the outcome, but based off of what I see in you right now, I believe that whatever you say you're gonna do, you can do it, and it gives you like this assurance, and it's like a power that you can ride off of. You know what I mean? It's like a gust of wind, like someone mm-hmm. blowing you and then you're, it's like a trampoline. Yeah, yeah. You know, you need that trampoline so you can jump higher and I think saying, I believe in you, you got this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got this, I believe in you, let's go. And like, that's just something about that, like, especially if you respect, if that kid respects you and they, and they hear you saying that to them, it changes. It's like a level of impact. I, I like to think of everybody as a planet and when, when, when we interact, I'm a planet, you're a planet. Let's say my asteroid, I have a part of my planet that shoots to your planet, it enters your atmosphere, it crash lands, it impacts. Let's say there was no life on your planet and my asteroid had life, right? And it impacted your planet and it created like all this life forms, right? Mm-hmm. And imagine that if you could be an asteroid in someone's life and impact them and give life to them. Put life where there wasn't life. It's gonna live there now and breed. So I try to. Oh, I see. You you get, you after I mean? you're gone, yeah, that's yeah. gonna still I, after, be there. Yeah, imagine the Earth. Like, who knows if we came from another asteroid or if like dolphins? Right. You know, who knows how we really got to this Earth or how this stuff was formed? I mean, there's a lot of different you know ideas and stuff, but I mean, like that's what I like to think of us as for a child. They they don't have all that life in them yet, like because they don't know what the world is made of. But if you could impact their life with something like the way an asteroid would impact the Earth, it creates a crater. Mm-hmm. And whatever's whatever's in that asteroid, it could be minerals, it could be life, it could be this, but it's going to impact that planet in a major and grow. way, and it's going to grow. Especially if it's an idea that can grow, yes. like the one that you're describing, like the idea that you you know you uh, somebody believes in you, and, and you're you capable, have, and that you're capable, mm-hmm. and that that is a that is a seed that can grow. That's a that's a seed. That's a it's, it's contagious, in fact, because maybe maybe they don't believe in themselves, which a lot of people don't. You know, a lot right. of kids especially don't feel like because they, they've been told they're not, they can't be believed in. Yeah, and and and. Through, not necessarily through words, but through actions. Through actions and just through the merit of being children. Treasonous parents. Treasonous parents. It's like, well, you're a child and you can't do this, this, and this, and this. And all, you're, all you're told as a kid is what you can't do, really. 
You can't drive. You can't go ahead. You can't do this. You're not allowed to go. Mm, don't yeah. go outside. Don't go in the street. There's always this don't, don't, yeah. don't do-do because yeah, it's yeah. like you're a child and you, you can't handle it. Yeah. But if I'm telling you you're capable and, I'm, and I lead the way, instead of being a treasonous parent, be a leader. A leader sh- creates a pathway and it shows the others how to walk down it. Yeah. And, that, and that's what's different between leading in the front and leading in the back. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's really helpful when, when my students come to the adult open mat and they see me grappling. Because some of my students haven't ever seen me grapple, really. Oh, yeah. So, and it's, it's so they don't know my work ethic. You know, like Dalton, one of my students, like he came to the open mat. He saw me rolling the entire time. He's uh-huh. like, wow, you you roll for like the entire two hours? I'm like, yeah, I train. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he got to kind of get an eye opening. Like, and I think his respect for me grew because, you know, yeah. maybe some of them just see me as like teacher. Yeah. But they never see me in the fight. Element, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweating, breathing heavy, yeah. on the bottom, escaping, yeah. thinking. Like they're like, whoa, like this is what this is about. Yeah, uh-huh. it's more than just like we're doing this one, two moves that we're learning right now. Like, yeah, adding dimensions to kids who can understand it. I think it's an yeah. age thing. Yeah, twelve right? years old, thirteen years old. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even even the little kids like Violet's watching classes and stuff. <laughs> Violet, right? man, yeah. she's so I'm, different. I'm sure she's pulling a lot out of that. She's so different. She was sitting at the at the last time I took her to class, an so adult mm-hmm. class. She'll sit there and I give her all these toys and things to play with on the mat. And James watches her, and um, he said sometimes she puts her stuff down and just stares at us and watches us. She's four. Yeah, that's four absurd. Yeah, yeah, that she's actually like focused enough on this and interested enough in it to or. The other way around. Interested enough to focus on what yeah. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen adults that can't focus through all the way through class, you know, and she's yeah. sitting there like, Wow. Yeah. You know, what are they throwing she's... each other for? Like, this is wild. <laughs> we're I'm... doing judo. We were doing judo. And she was watching, watching these adults throwing each other. I was getting tossed by Dimitri, who knows his stuff on, on the judo tip. And, and he's lighter he's lighter than he you. He can get so. under you quick and easy. Yep. He was tossing me like a like nothing. Jeez. And she and I look over and she was like watching. And she didn't look like you know, scared or weirded out or anything. She was just like staring like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's so primal too, you know, mm-hmm. to, to watch that. You're like, man, this is what human beings are supposed to be. You had him doing double leg takedowns yesterday and that yeah. was phenomenal for her because, you know, she came to me and she goes, I hit my head. I go, why not? Why'd you do that? Did you not have your chin, ch- chin tucked? And, she's all, and she smiled. And like, yeah, <laughs> didn't have a tuck, did you? She says, no. So now she knows, but she yeah. whispered it to me like, I messed up, Dad. <laughs> and that's why pain is your greatest teacher. You know, that yeah. pain of getting your head in. It's like, you yeah. know what? I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. yeah. I told my wife that, and my wife had to fight the urge to say, is she okay? Like, did you check her eyes? And uh, she's like, well, what, what do you mean she hit her? And I'm like, Danny. It's yeah. a match. She's gonna hit her head like yeah. it's normal. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah, yeah. it's not. She's yeah. not concussed. Brain's not loose. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's cool. Okay. Kid, have you ever seen a kid in the street? Maybe yeah, they're like, like they're riding a scooter. They just go oh, smash yeah. face first Somewhere along the way. We, we, they have a slight abrasion. <laughs> You're like what? How did? How did you survive that? You should be yeah. whole, whole dead. Yeah, I've seen grown men fall down getting a newspaper off their steps, and they're in, they're in the hospital <laughs> for a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, get a newspaper off their steps. Yeah, you sound so old. No, I've seen <laughs> that. I'm in a neighborhood with people that a lot of retired people, and I've seen like dudes with like you know that are like they're marred. Something's wrong. They're like in a you know something's wrong with their ankle. They get like a cast on or something. what happened. Yeah, you know, oh, I, I fell down, fell down getting the mail. <laughs> 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 it was the Amazon package. Dude, my dad was such a savage. And uh, he had been through Korea um, when he was a young man. He yeah. was, became a uh, – he played army. He played football. He was on the line. Um, he was a lineman yeah. in, in the army. 
uh, on the Army football team. So okay. he played Army. He played Army football. That's what's up. And uh, and he was a lineman, and uh, and he was an undersized lineman. So he was a physical man, and he was like. Uh, um, you know, because he's six, whatever one, mm-hmm. and and uh, and so he started bodybuilding, and um, and he was just a just massively strong and big, not not big fat like some of the linemen. Yeah. So uh, then he got out, and he was a tire buster, and did all kinds of other physical stuff, and and then I knew when I knew him, he was in his you know thirties, forties, whatever, and he was playing tennis a ton, and he was just a physical, physical guy. Right. And um, then when he was retired i moved to santa clarita all this anyway he got a scooter he's on dialysis like six years he'd been through his body's just been through hell six back surgeries all this stuff Mm. and um and he was still pretty physical for a guy who couldn't move around much but he was like on this like mobility scooter that he had Uh and uh and he was he uh rolled it in an intersection and broke his wrist what (laughs) broke his arm yeah rolled it in an intersection he like went blasting through an intersection and rolled his rolled his mobility scooter (laughs) What happened? Did a car hit him? Got up and figured it out and got on it and rode out of there with a broken arm. But and how, uh, but how did that happen? How did he roll? Into he was cro- going through a crosswalk and hit one of those dips too hard and was kind of turning wrong and just wham and rolled it oh, and wow. fell and broke and his arm broke because he's oh, old. He damn. was like in his late seventies, busted that arm. But it was like to him, it was just a thing. Yeah. You know, when I went and saw him, yeah, not not even a problem. He's just like, yeah, he whatever. just took nah. it all in stride. Like, yeah, he's like, ah, I broke my arm, you know, whatever. And then, <laughs> and he like, you know, he called. The, he got stuck on the on his floor one time uh, in his kitchen. He couldn't get up. Hmm. You know, it just and you're, when you're 80, that's what happens. You know, and uh, and and so he had to call. He <laughs> just called, so you guys know, when he you're called 80. me and nine and nine one one and all this. And he, I mean, this is an 80 year old man who'd been on dialysis for like seven or eight years at this point, uh-huh. maybe 10 years actually. Which which that that's blood draining every two days where it's. It will mess up your body. So he so he couldn't get up and uh but he was still big and heavy, so that made it even worse. Mm. You know, heavily muscled, big. And, yes. and uh, even at eight, even at eight, yeah, dude, his forearms were as big as my as my calves. That's that old man strength that yeah. I'm looking forward to. <laughs> so he went to get up and he couldn't, and so he calls me and calls nine one one. We all show up at the same time, by the way. So then I go to leave town and I go, hey man, I'm uh, I'll be in um I'll be in Wichita for a couple of days if uh-huh. you need me. And he goes, okay, I'll be I'll be on the floor of the kitchen. <laughs> all right dad <laughs> just resting he just, all right. he just thought it was hilarious once he got past the fact that nobody would listen to him anymore because he's too old yeah he's like i'm irrelevant colin it's over you know uh, i'll be on the him, ground to him it just became comical <laughs> i mean well, yeah, at that point you lived 80 years and you're like what what else you know like he approached it all with a grain with a you know a man who lived a Full life, obviously. Right. But he sounds like it. You know, sounds like he was healthy throughout his life too. He relatively. was. He tried to stay pretty healthy, but he also didn't really um, subscribe to the whole "don't drink yourself into an oblivion" thing. Oh. So he kind of poisoned himself, you know, and mm. and ate whatever he wanted and did all. Mm. But he stayed super active. That's okay. the one thing he did do. Wow. Yeah, my yeah. uncle just turned eighty-one. And, yeah, and he's pretty fit. He's in London right now. He has a nice thick English accent. It's like English. It's like English and Liberia. Ooh, that's cool. It's schmexy. I'm like, I wish that we would have just moved to England. Oh, so you'd have that? Yeah. Yeah. Because we we had the opportunity to go to England or America. I like your accent. uh, You slip in and out. Of what? I don't know. You go to like this uh, kind of... (sighs) I don't know. You have like a non non regional diction that you do, and then you can go into like kind of a 
Do I? Uh, downtown, kind of like you like could, downtown you could Savannah speak it. or down. Or just I don't like, know Maryland, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can also go like a little Liberian in there. Uh, I, I could. I yeah, you do. Yeah, you switch it up. You have like three different things. I have, I have quote unquote code switched, but I think I just was you know more adaptive to my surroundings. You know, like when I was growing up, I spoke differently than what you I listen. Know. You're an observer. You can mimic. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm like, oh, I'm around people like talking. Like, hey, what's good? What's good with you? I'm chilling. Hey, now nah, we all right, we all right, cool, cool, cool. And then you know, just like, hello, my name is Jimmy. Gray, nice to meet you, sir. Would you like some milk? <laughs> yes. It's no problem. Milk. milk. <laughs> uh, we got to rock this thing. Uh, 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 we didn't do any. Um, oh, there's the 11. Segments. Oh, wow. Yeah, we we got to go to Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, yeah, we got to oh, It's time. Oh, man. It's time. Yeah. Cool. This was somewhat, this was somewhat of a shorty, but you know, we got it's to okay. Myself. I don't mind a shorty. It's all good, man. So, hey, this hey, what, what are we going to call this one? Uh, uh, well, you, you kept saying something with parenting. It, it, it was, uh, treasonous parenting? Oh, no, it wasn't treasonous parenting. It was, it, it was, shoulder, was to shoulder. Shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. That's the one. That's the, yeah, brother. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. How do we baby. teach these kids? All right. Um, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Hey. I'm glad you listened to this. If you listen all the way to here, thank you to our sponsors: GJJSAV, Gracie Jiu Jitsu, Savannah, the best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world. Under the best James in the world. Under the best Pedro in the world. Best dudes. Best people. Best people. Best family. Best community. Yes. I think Jiu Jitsu wise, we got it going on, man. And I know that a lot of places do but i'll say this they're catching up is what they're doing yeah <laughs> and, and you we've had it drift. we've had it for a minute they're catching up yeah <laughs> anyway thank you james and uh thank you to camera west Ooh. the place uh that gives us cameras we didn't use today and um and also to uh quacky 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 you're about to say clink clink yeah you know what Luis Polo says That he thinks that Jiu-jitsu raps are lame And they're and they're corny Oh are they That's what he says Yeah well he should make one And see how he can do I asked him to be on The Roll for Life Part 2 That I that I sent to John Yeah We're, we're making a Roll for, for Life Part yeah! 2 It's amazing That's actually. gonna be our new one Yeah But he's right. like He's like no I don't wanna do it man uh, it's, it's corny I'm like what corny. Maybe you're corny Yeah maybe Yeah I think canals are corny. Panama. <laughs> oh. Mr. Panama. Yeah, they're corny. Why don't you just fly it in? Say some. Canals suck. Say some. <laughs> say some. Say some. Panama. I yeah. wish you would. I wish you would. I wish you would pull up to morning class this morning and see what's up. Yeah, bring it. We'll be there. You're not, this won't even post by the time we kick right, your ass. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting retrospect. You'll be listening to this while you're like laying in pain. <laughs> a retroactive disc. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, they're right. <laughs> Canals suck. Uh, now, yeah, I, I don't really use those. Counting sheep. Let's go, John Eden. Get on the mat. You better tap before you stop. You better not give up your back or you'll be taking a nap. You're feeling the burn. You're feeling the kill. If you feel a burn, then you got the will to put in the work on the mat in the lab. You see, is it true? Or will you get stabbed? You're on all bars and jokes on deck. Don't let them put their arms under your neck. Feeling the pain. The pain, no gain. Ask Professor. He'll tell you the same. Rap a thousand times the same. Good to fight another day. Slap and bump before you pray. Your ego just gets in the way. So if you're wondering how we made it, check out the association kind of like my other wife crazy jujitsu for life and we're out they look at us and wonder how we made it sacrifice and work hard the basics know that look on your face you hate it you hate it and they look at us and how we made it out here looking like the fucking greatest i know that shit hurt when it's sinking